Hey guys, so welcome back to episode 2 of Life After Sport and this one is a little bit of a, I suppose, a subject that can be most definitely up for debate with a lot of people and what I'm going to do is quite simply, I'm going to be talking through why mindset is bullshit in a lot of cases. So, who this is going to be relevant for, yes, is going to be the person like you and me that has played sport all their life and then all of a sudden they realise that they needed to grow up, they need to get a real job, quote unquote, um, or else they got a bad injury. And then after the bad injury, then what happened is that they needed to retire from the sport. So what we have most definitely tended to do in a lot of cases is just say, oh yeah, Right, sure, this is grand. I'll go and I'll hit the gym uh, solid for a couple of weeks and I'll lose these few pounds and then I'll get back to it and, you know, life will be great again. Um, You and I know just as well as each other that that is not always going to be the case. What we can do in a lot of cases is we get a, a random bout of motivation. Um, When we get a random bout of motivation, it's great for a few days, but we don't have a lot of habits installed. And when we don't have a lot of those habits installed, then you're more than likely going to go backwards, okay? So a couple of things that I'm going to be talking through here are going to most definitely help you recognize that as you're constantly opening all these different doors to try and get the answers that you're looking for, I can help you in this one to keep one of those doors open so that you can use it, but also recognize that if you're relying on one trick, then it might be the worst thing for you. So... Um, this is going to be very straight, hard hitting. Um, I'm gonna say it as it is, because I myself I've relied on a lot of things to get me into the best shape physically and mentally over the past number of years, during my sporting career and even after it. Now that I'm uh, branching into Ironmans and triathlons and endurance sports, as much as I love it, I, I use mindset to help me to a degree, but I don't rely on it to be the sole factor to save me. Uh, was something that I've done before whereby I was constantly going to the gym not really doing anything and then we fall into this death trap is what I can call it is whereby you're you're constantly looking for justification from a lot of people by saying oh yeah I'm going to the gym I'm going to the gym I'm going to the gym Uh, little do they know that you go to the gym and you might have one out of 20 sessions that it's actually a good session you can see progress you know you're lifting heavier or maybe you might tone up that little bit more maybe you might start to feel that little bit better about yourself but that could be one in 20 or even 30 sessions um so then what can happen is you might just start to feel low in yourself your confidence might take a massive whack and then all of a sudden you're left to think, right, do you know what? Maybe it's my mindset. I'm seeing a lot of this mindset stuff going on lately. And do you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. So you're going to try meditation, reflection, all these different things. And journaling as well could be one. But they just haven't quite done it. Okay. Um, as much as we all guarantee that if you cannot fix what's going on between your ears, then you can't fix what's going on from the neck down. And that is something that took me a little while to understand. So over the course of the last 28 years, we've all made a lot of mistakes. So I think I've made uh, quite a few notable mistakes. And this is one of them. Okay, so whenever you are exposing yourself to working on your mindset, so the likes of meditation, mindfulness, reflection after your day, week, month or year, um, breathing just to try and completely calm yourself and the other one as well as journaling so what we do with each and every one of them so meditation and mindfulness i see them personally as falling into the one category 
Um, so when you're meditating, you're trying to get into this zen-like focus so that you can relax and just become completely in tune with yourself and your emotions and know how you're feeling. Mindfulness as well is very, very similar. However, the general um, topic of mindfulness is more relative to being aware of a lot of things that are going on. So how you're feeling and why. General reflection is just a case of, right, I had 10 goals. How many did I hit? Something simple like that. How many positive or negative impacts have I made throughout the course of my day, week, month or year? Um, breathing just to calm you down and journaling as well journaling hands down is one of the most amazing things that i've ever had experience with uh, because it takes whatever's going on inside in your brain and puts it out in front of you so you know the way a lot of your thoughts are very very scattered and you're really easily up for distraction in a lot of cases so you might say to yourself oh i'm going to start writing here um you know you start writing about how your day is going and then all of a sudden you think of i don't know something stupid like a squirrel is running up the tree or something now oh wow how do they do that? How's their life going? Whereas when it comes to journaling, if you're actually committed to it, you're going to see what you're feeling, why you're feeling, and then you can possibly come up with a way to resolve it. So what the biggest load of BS with all of these is, is that it's all good intentions, but it's no action. And when it does come to things like, you know, oh yeah, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, but you don't do anything, it's just giving you a little bit of a false sense of hope. And this is something that I've done so, so much is I've tried to incorporate all of this mindset stuff into my everyday morning routine. Um, what I didn't realize is that, so I was waking up at 5.30 in the morning, having a cold shower, by the way, from a physiological perspective, they're amazing, just to throw that one out there. So waking up at 5, 5.30 in the morning and then having the cold shower and then doing the, the journaling, the meditation, and then trying to breathe a little bit more and then trying to reflect on the last week and then trying to plan out the goals. But I didn't realize that that was just taken away from my day. So as a coach, I need to be making sure that I'm making as much impact as possible on each and every one of my clients. So that means me checking in with them, seeing how they're doing, um, updating their programs on a regular basis, making sure that they're progressing. If they're not progressing, then we need to flag that and then we need to have a talk about. But all of these things... I didn't realize that I was actually taken away from my ability to impact my clients because I was essentially taking the first two hours of every single day to go through all of this mindset. And I didn't realize that it wasn't having that much of an impact on me anymore because I wasn't really present. So what I found myself doing was just taking up time. So if I was up at five, half five, and by one or two o'clock, I'd be in the middle of coaching a group. I would be exhausted Whereas those extra two hours in bed might have been beneficial and maybe if I just woke up first thing in the morning, got straight to work because I'd planned out my action steps for, from the night before and then just went straight into work for a few hours and then taking a little bit of chill time to then regather myself and that would have been much better off as opposed to just going so deep down a rabbit hole that you don't realize, shit, it's pretty fucking hard to climb out of this. So why I find this one very, very relevant to be able to say to you why mindset is BS in this respect is that just because your love handles have gotten bigger and just because you're anxious and you're looking over your shoulder when you're inside in the gym or you're fearful that other people are talking about you, don't be thinking that you just need to go and attack this mindset stuff, all right? Yeah, we all have insecurities. Yeah, we all have false hopes happen. Um, yeah, we all have a lot of shit hit the fan on a regular basis as well. But look, mindset is great. 
don't bank on it. Don't see it as being the be-all and end-all because right now you're actually taking a lot of action if you're hitting the gym. You just need to focus on seeing progress in the gym. Um, so, uh, that first point, all good intentions can lead to no action. So you can fall down this rabbit hole and what that's actually going to do then, just brings me on to my second point, is your fears and your insecurities can be swept under the carpet very, very quickly. So, I've done this before. Um not literally because we didn't have a lot of carpets in the house but you, you know if you're if you're just trying to fix a small problem right now that could potentially run into or could potentially lead into a bigger problem then you're taking a small sacrifice for a big kick in the face possibly um so if you're to take all of the dirt that's in your house apartment living room or whatever and then just sweep it under the carpet you can do that for so long but then it eventually becomes extremely obvious so like if you're to do this and say your girlfriend, wife, fiance, partner, whatever comes home and they've been assuming that you've been doing all the cleaning for ages and they say, oh, that's great. Um, yeah, but I see that there's a lot of dirt under the carpet. Uh, how long have you been doing this? You're going to get in a lot of fucking shit. Okay, and if you get yourself into that much trouble, then you're not exactly fixing the problem. So if your fears and insecurities can be swept under the carpet for a short time then what's going to happen is you're just eventually going to get bigger. It's like, um, geez, what would be the other way to explain it? Yeah, that's probably the best um, best point that I have. It's like, you know, when you're doing all the mindset stuff, you're not actually fixing your body. Yeah, you might be fixing everything from, well, you might be thinking that you're fixing a lot of stuff from your neck up, whereas your your anxieties are just getting a little bit bigger on a day-to-day basis your insecurities could be getting a little bit bigger and so could your waistline okay so just because you're you know trying to think i'm going to sort a lot of my mindset shit um yeah you might not actually be fixing the problem maybe the problem is that you're not actually hitting the gym on a regular basis maybe you're not exercising as much as you should maybe you're not eating as much vegetables as you should so this is going to bring me on to my third point which is like bad habits can be formed so med- if you're to choose meditation over your training, yeah, you might be, I hate to say this, but like, you know, your your brain is the most powerful muscle in the body, hands down, because it controls so, so many things. But that being said, like, why is your brain in some cases feeling that little bit toxic? Why is it feeling like it's full of shitty negative thoughts that are leading you to inaction rather than action? Well, what you can be doing is you can very easily justify and say, do you know what, I'm not feeling good today. Look, as a former athlete, there's a pretty fucking good chance that you just need to go to the gym and just pick up a kettlebell and just seriously blow off some steam. Maybe you need to do some heavy deadlifts. Maybe you need to go hit the track or maybe you need to go and just run. Whatever it might be, okay, you need to recognize that that could be one amazing thing that you need to do. So escape exercise is actually a thing there's a definition of it if you're to look up anything any sort of dictionary with regards to health and fitness or sports and exercise science escape exercise is actually going to be something that it doesn't directly have a purpose other than stress relief so if you can relieve stress if you think about stress as a, a valve so think about you have this giant drum inside in your bathroom okay so inside in the hot press you have this massive drum and all of a sudden there's too much pressure builds up and you haven't done anything about it. So if you release some of the pressure in a little sense, then you know you turn the valve, and then all of a sudden that pressure is eased up. Great, awesome. But what if you just open the valve completely and all the pressure is gone within a shorter space of time? 
So think about this as you could possibly have built up so much uh, emotional energy whereby you've had a shit day, you've had a shit week, uh, you just found out that your partner's cheating on you because you're overweight and you're not fe- fucking feeling good, you're not looking good and she's just left you. So you feel like absolute shit. However, instead of you saying, do you know what, I'm going to take all this energy and I am going to go to the gym, I'm going to fucking smash out all these weights, what you can do. And I've tried this now, the, the circumstances I just explained are probably a little bit extreme, but look, this does happen. I've worked with some people that have gone through this kind of shit, um, where they have been exposed to feeling like absolute shit, but that brings about a level of anger. And anger is one of the most emotionally draining emotions that we have. So if you think about the two different states, so if you're in a state of anger and sheer rage, you're pretty fucking likely to do something. So 2.30 in the morning, um, you're just after coming out of the nightclub and somebody called you fat. What are you going to do? Besides the fact that there's alcohol in your system and you're going to be a little bit more easily emotionally triggered, you're going to fucking smash them. Right, so that can get you amped up, just like it would have when you were on the pitch. Like, you know, somebody says the wrong thing, it might give you a load of energy. However, you're not in a proper state to be able to manage it correctly. So, in my instance, like, somebody would have said, if you got if you got a smack when you were playing rugby, oh, get him back in the ruck. There's so many variables there. There's 13 players on the pitch. You need to try and single out that one person and be in the right place at the right time to hit him back. Or you could just say, do you know what? Yeah, good for you whatever get over it so where i'm going with this is like the bad habits can be formed whereby you pick meditation over training so each and every one of us know what it's like when you're stressed off your game you've had a fucking long day you're just feeling like shit and you know what you're more than likely going to go for a, a quick fix and say i'll get pizza rather than you know listening to that that inner athlete in you that inner uh, beast if you will that's saying go lift some fucking weights Go get rid of all this energy. You need to stop being that little bitch. And you need to stop taking the shortcuts. You need to go and just absolutely smash the barbell. Kettlebell, dumbbell, whatever it might be. Rather than choosing this mindset stuff. Okay, mindset, mindfulness. It's great. Trust me, it is amazing. And I do incorporate it on a regular basis. However, why I'm saying uh, such, I suppose, out there kind of topics right now. About the whole mindset thing. Is because I've gone down the rabbit hole. And I've gone further away from my training. So when you go down the mindset and meditation route, you can take away from your training. Which can lead you to justifying that you're not feeling good. And again, this is just going back to sweeping the dirt under the carpet because you're not actually confronting the problem. Which again can lead to weight gain. And your insecurities can get bigger. And you can possibly get anxieties or the sensation that you're getting a heart attack. Because your anxiety is heightened so, so much. Um... Now, this is the fifth point, fourth point, fourth point, <laughs> um, which I want to, like, if you've noticed, I'm running each and every one of these points off the previous one. So, bad habits can be formed from doing too much mindset, too much meditation, and sometimes you need to just get training done. Um, the other one as well is, like, you need stress to take action. So, this is a typical example. If somebody confronts you and says, you know what, you're you're actually not in good shape, you need to fucking sort yourself. Um at the moment, while I'm um, recording this podcast, fat shaming is actually a pretty big thing at the moment. Um, there's two sides of the argument. I can't exactly give my piece right now, but the two sides of it are 
oh, fat people should be publicly humiliated um, so that they will push to take action. Absolutely not. This in itself is a, a topic for a whole different day. But if you think about that, that is just shaming somebody and that is bullying somebody. As opposed to the other side of it, uh, the other argument of fat shaming, which I would be in agreement with, is be there to help somebody. Right? Every single one of us have our insecurities, but deep down we know what they are. We just haven't been made fearful enough that we're going to take action on it because we can kind of get away with it. Like Me, uh, right now personally, I'm just coming out of a little bit of a, <laughs> a binge phase. Um, so this like slight turn of the corner here, this is a little bit heartbreaking because not a lot of people realise this about coaches is that we binge on a regular basis as well. I had two big races. I had a 147-kilometre race three weeks ago and then I had a 70-kilometre race last Saturday and I had a little bit of a back injury then on Monday so this is a week later and what happened was I basically just slipped into this I suppose I can't overuse the word but depression for a few days and I felt absolutely miserable about myself so what I was doing was I was going for the tree cupboard I said nah fruit and veg fuck that good quality wholesome foods no way that was exactly what I'd done. Uh, so right now I'm coming out of a little bit of a binge phase. Now, it, it does happen on a regular basis. But what I should have done was stop, recognize, okay, you hurt yourself. You're exhausted. You're slightly overtrained. You need to look after your body physically. You need to do a little bit, of, uh, a little bit more rehab and mobility work. On top of that as well, you need to get off the couch. You need to go and use the slow cooker. You need to chop up all your vegetables for the week. So that I could break that one down and physically and mentally I could get into better shape. Um, but the stress does push you to take action. Whereas over the past what's five, six days that this is happening to me, I got to the point, it was on Sunday evening, and I just said, no, fuck this, I'm done now. So to relate that back to the fat shaming like, that's going on at the moment, which I think is absolutely disgraceful, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, because you cannot ever bully somebody. However, if you're there in a friendly uh, environment, you can, if you have sufficient enough of a relationship and trust and rapport with this person, you can say to them, look, I can see that you're not feeling great about yourself. Now, this is, again, if they make it extremely obvious and if they want to open up to you first, feel free to say to them, look, I can see that you're not feeling too happy about yourself. Um, I don't know if this is your weight or if this is something going on inside in your head, but I just want you to know that I'm here for you if you want to do something to change. So linking this one back to mindset is if you get stuck in doing all this yourself, you can be caught going around the roundabout for hours, weeks, months, years even, as opposed to just recognizing that there can be somebody there to help you. Okay, so you need stress to take action. Think about when you're absolutely enraged. If somebody calls you, you know, somebody insults you at half two in the morning, um, you're infused with alcohol, you're all of a sudden going to sober up. Well, not physically, but you will feel like you sobered up. And then what happens is you're going to wake up the next morning. You're still going to be emotionally charged, but however, that might push you to take an action. On the opposite side of the things is when people recognize that they're there to be supported, just like you would have when you were on the pitch, is you're going to be more inclined to bust your balls to do every single thing that you can. So that's where you recognize that you have support. And this is bringing me on to my last point. Like, when you have support from your friends or family, 
you know that even when your back is against the wall, there's going to be people standing behind you. So this is linking mindset back to being BS because I'm not saying I'm not writing off mindset, but I'm talking about the pitfalls of it. Right, just to clarify that one before people try and take to trolling on Instagram and saying, "Oh, you absolute prick! How'd you say this?" Well, like, look at it in context. Okay, so if you're constantly stuck in doing the mindset thing, you're on your own. Your own doubts, fears, insecurities, everything, like all of those things, they can be heightened. However, you cannot get any sense of clarity if you're stuck down that rabbit hole alone. So this is my last point. Like. As you're doing all this meditation, mindset, mindfulness, um, reflection, breathing, journaling, like, you know, having those deep days when you're just talking to yourself and all these sorts of things, please, fuck, do not forget this last point. And it is, don't ever forget that you can talk to your friends and family. Now, this is something that I can speak about a fair bit of experience for myself is that I was 100% convinced a few years ago that I was depressed and went to the doctor and the doctor, as much as I hate to admit, and he actually, your doctor's going to know you pretty well. He said to me, he said, I'm not putting you on these antidepressants because A, I think you're too young, but B, I don't think that you need them. I think there's something stronger and darker inside in you that you need to actually use and you need to recognize that you are strong enough to come through this thing. So it wasn't so much depression that I was going through. It was just a massive sense of insecurity. Um, I had tried all of these different goals on my own. So I would try going into a fat loss phase. I was trying to um, hang around with new people. I was trying mindset. I was trying meditation. All these different things. But I didn't realize that the real answer is in me. And this is something that I need you to recognize as well as you're listening Okay, so be it you're out for a walk, be it you're sitting down, be it you're listening wherever you are in your car or something. I don't care where you are, but I recognize this is that you should never forget that you can talk to your friends and family because sometimes maybe they can see things that you can't. But the biggest thing to remember on top of this as well is that as great as it might be, they might see it. They might be able to tell you. However, you also need to recognize that you need to drop your ego to know that people are there to love and support you so that they can see you become the best version of you that's humanly possible. That's a hard thing to recognise because sometimes we become very, very sceptical of a lot of people and think, sure, fuck's sake, boy, what do you what do you know about this uh, feeling like shit thing? You have no idea what's going on inside my head. But if you can wholeheartedly admit that this person is your friend, then a friend is going to stand for trust, rapport, support, care, empathy where necessary but also a really really good friend is going to call you out on your shit they're going to tell you what you need to hear not what you want to hear all right so guys that is it that's why i have just kind of felt the the need to share my experiences as to how you can fall down a rabbit hole and this whole mindset thing as a whole now that being set aside Mindset is absolutely amazing and you do need to become so emotionally and mentally aware of what's going on that you're to prioritize yourself and you make sure that you're number one. You're fucking dominating in every single aspect of your life once your sporting career has come to an end because once we have finished sport, 
you are open to the likes of depression, anxiety, heightened insecurities, uh, bigger love handles, like not having the confidence to pull on a night out, not having the confidence to say to your girlfriend or your partner, here, look, take your kid off there, we're going to have fun under the covers. Like, if all that stuff is going to be, um, you know, catching up on you, then you need to recognize that you kind of need to go a little bit deeper in yourself. However, you can always, please, always, always, always remember that you can talk to your friends you are to run towards fear and whatever those fears are you can break them down physically and mentally right not just by sitting down and meditating and doing the, doing the whole hum kind of thing right bad habits can be formed whereby you will pick meditation over training you need to exercise on the regular so you need to activate that dark side that alter ego that inner i suppose this sounds a bit extreme but this is something i say to a lot of people is activate that inner cunt excuse my explicit language but that is something that we all need you need to be able to say right fuck mr nice guy i'm going wholeheartedly at this because i know this is what i want um whatever your goals are make sure you're bringing that attitude to when it matters and your fears and insecurities can be swept under the carpet if you are constantly doing the mindset rather than running towards the stressful fear that you have so all good intentions with no action can kill you slowly all right I'm going to wrap up this podcast and right now I'm going to say thank you very much. If there's anything else that I can do for you, please let me know. But there are a few key principles from this. However, what you need to recognize is that you have power to do whatever the fuck you want to do. So your mindset is going to be a great, great addition to how you see the world. But you also need to recognize that as a former athlete, whenever you are kicking anything out of your way whenever you're smashing a goal whenever you're being a triumphant you know rugby player soccer player hurler uh, basketball player lacrosse whatever it may be whenever you're being extremely driven by that on a daily basis when you're on the pitch or on a weekly basis when you're on the pitch or on the court you also can bring that into your everyday life okay don't be sitting back don't be doing this mindset stuff 24 7 use bits of it not all of it because physically you need to get into better shape you know you do you know that mentally you have the drive and you know emotionally you need somebody to say here cut the shit let's do this together because when you have the support and when you have people that you can trust then you're going to go pretty fucking far so i think i believe it was steve jobs i'm going to leave you with this amazing quote uh, Steve Jobs, God rest him, didn't realize how much of a, a massive inspiration he actually was to so many billions of people. But one thing that he said was, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So all the people that you know that will wholeheartedly defend your ass in court, keep those people around you and you will go far. And you can go a little bit faster as well with people that are going to call you on your shit. So after what what are we at 27 minutes i will let you go i hope you have a fucking amazing day while i look outside the window right now in um shitty ireland shall we say and it is absolutely pouring rain outside that aside i hope you have a fucking wonderful day and i hope you're gonna keep pushing forward and being an absolute boss just like you were when you were on the pitch on the court or anywhere in between okay keep hustling and i'll speak with you soon Lastly, before you go, there's a very quick note coming up, so listen in for the next five to seven seconds. So guys, I'll leave you with a very uh, short, quick note, and it is that there is help available, all right? 
if you are feeling in any way, shape or form able to relate to these points, then you probably need to push to take action. So if you're feeling that, looking at yourself in the mirror is not exactly as good as what it used to be. If you're feeling that you are overweight, under-muscled, out of shape physically as well as mentally, and if your confidence is being affected, and if you more than likely have no knowledge of nutrition and training, or else if you see that there's too much out there and you're getting confused, then there's a good chance that you want to have the direct outcome of decreasing anxiety in the gym, boosting your body confidence, not caring what other people think. You want to be physically as strong as hell, and you want to drop body fat while having a social life on the weekend. Then these are going to be some of the very simple straightforward action steps that you're probably going to need to take is you're going to need to use all of the notes that i just said you need to recognize that your mindset isn't going to be the number one thing sometimes you need outside ears and outside eyes to be able to push you and direct you into exactly what you need right so if you have somebody that's going to understand you and they're trying to push you to get strong physically as well as mentally be motivated on a regular basis become confident and be in love with the training again after your sporting career is finished then look i'm going to say to you straight this is exactly what i do and this is how i help people on a daily basis do not sit back and take no action don't be sitting there listening to your thoughts on replay again and again and again because i will ask you this how can you get a new outcome with the same level of thinking that has created your current problems Right, I'll leave you on that one. Take confidence and take motivation from everything that I've just said. And I hope to catch up with you on the next episode. Speak to you soon, champ.